Right on, right on. Hurricane Chris, what's up? What's happening? Simply Deep, what's happening? This ain't gonna be long. Not gonna be long at all. Find something good on YouTube. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. <coughs> yeah, Chris. Uh, yeah, Matt. Like I said, I've had a very uh, interesting life. I've been privy to see a lot of things and do a lot of things. Yo, did y'all? Speaking of hurricanes, Mississippi having a big hail rain. Ooh, not good. Not good. So I guess they're going to try to do the beat battle again. Oh, so let me touch on that real quick. So this beat battle hustle. That's, a, that's all it is, is a hustle. So um, now, all now all of a sudden you've seen all these producers and songwriters go to IG Live to play their songs, beat battles. It's just another way for them to generate income, people. That's all it is. Because uh, what happens is... Um, just do it. Hey, greetings from Holland. Hey, Holland, what's happening? Y'all, y'all good over there in, in Europe? Mm. DJ's been going. Yeah, so it's a it's a it's a cheap way to generate uh, income for the publishers, songwriters, producers. Because what has to happen is, you know, ASCAP, BMI, CSAC, they uh, monitor, you know, songs being played. That's in their in their in their catalogs. Or what you can do is if one of your songs got played during these during these Instagram lives, you can call your uh, your publisher and say, "Hey, my song was played at such and such time. Stamp it, and they'll they'll research it, look it up, and then get you paid whatever however many cents per minute it's worth. I forget what it, it's either a mechanical license or a sync license. I think it's a sync license. I could be wrong, but it's it's one of the two. It's either mechanical or sync license. But anywho. So now you have all these these well-known producers coming out the woodworks, want to play their their songs. It's just another way for them to generate income, guys. Come royalty check time, which is uh, once every quarter. So I mean, it's appreciative. It's nice that uh, you know you have some distractions from being locked in the house, but it's just another hustle. It's just another way for them to generate income, which makes me know never mind. So, um, but yeah, let me get right into my my crux of the of, of the stream. So. I'm out and about. Now, I mean, here's the thing, Chris. If you're the artist and you got a bad deal on the songs that, that you see being played on IG Live, you're fucked regardless. But if you're a producer, if you're a songwriter, if you're the publisher, if you're the copyright owner, it's a win-win for you. So you want these songs played during these IG Lives, okay? You hope uh, D-Nice plays one of your songs during his quarantine set. So you can be like, hey, my song was played at such and such time on this date. Track it and get and put that little 10 cents on my on my royalty check. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh salute to all people. Bill Gates is trying to vaccinate. Hey man, listen, just do it. This which goes into my, my whole thing. You be surprised at how many people take and I hate this term, mark of the beast. There's so many different marks they've used over the over the course of the last hundred years. Every few decades or so, there's a new mark for you to take. Okay? 
So uh, you'd be surprised at the people that's going to line up and take another mark. I mean, you got the company with the employees voluntarily chip themselves for their jobs. Roscoe, what's happening? Who going to come out the best scotch? I don't know. Flybirdie, what's happening? Hey, Perspective, what's happening? So, uh, because I'm out and about and I see people in the mask and I'm just shaking my head laughing. Um, I'm waiting, I'm waiting on this, this fall of Babylon. I, listen, I don't see it. I, I don't see it happening. <laughs> you can't, you can show me all the little locust swarms in Africa and all the bullshit. I don't, that means nothing to me. I want you to specifically point to me and say, this is the end of Babylon. This is the fall of the, the deep state. The elites are going down. It ain't fucking that happen. That's not like a dry... Shut the fuck up. It's not a damn dry cough. I can't stand your ass. Don't you got something to do? <laughs> right. So everyone that's sitting here <laughs> and, uh, you know, celebrating and rejoicing, ain't shit gonna happen. Sit your asses down. It's going to be a while before these motherfuckers give up their shit. <laughs> In the meantime, the regular people are going to just fall hook, line, and sinker and, and do as they're told. And which makes it goes back to my to, to Yusuf's original point where you got your own people actually trying to shame you for protesting against being told to stay in the house. Roland Martin, shout out to, shout out to Form Runner. Um, Roland Martin was, was uh, made a look... Uh, commentary about calling black people stupid for not staying in the, inside their homes. So you got your own your own talented 10th trying to shame you from going against the government. Knowing this shit ain't right. This is not what it's supposed This is not what government does. They don't tell you what, you know. People are not going to stay in their homes. So, wait, yeah, to watch your ass. That's what I have to, what the fuck ever. You ain't got shit else to do but be in my goddamn Chat, woman. I'm about to take your fucking wrench from you. Now keep on mm -hmm. say something else. <laughs> anyway, yeah, NYC. It's a, it's a, yeah. They enforce you got to wear the mask in public, which is ridiculous. So I'm waiting for these people to bug back at the government. I'm waiting for all these black folk to just you know all these wokey woke black folk to go up against the government. You know, assert assert their rights and and, and privileges, whatever the case may be. <laughs> so I I don't know what to tell people at this point, but it's sad that um, we got our own people, you know, shaming others for for protesting and going against this with the government. And he and and like he said, even Trump told y'all it's an attack on. The Second Amendment. The guy that y'all hate so fucking much. Once again, this is what kills me about the, the Trump bashers, right? Remember at the beginning of the, at the term, he was racist. Central Park 5. Yeah, but what people forgot was the Central Park are not caping for Trump. The Central Park 5 took place on his property. How come no one mentions that shit? The whole shit with the Central Park 5 occurred on Trump's property okay now mind you outside of the central park five and his comments and his actions name me another time 
when he's, you know, attacked black people like that. Okay? I, I'm just saying, you know, usually racists have a, a long history of, uh, you know, racism. Now, I'm not saying what Trump did back at, at the time with the Central Park Five was right. or I'm not. It was fucked up. It was bad for everybody all the way around. But it, 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 it occurred on his property. I would expect the motherfucker to be like that if it occurred on his property. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. But anywho, now, and oh, okay, so now, now, now we got black YouTubers siding with Trump because he cut the, the WHO funding. Okay. And then now, you know, oh, Trump's okay because now he's okay in the stimulus check. Oh, another point. This is how you know mainly the most people are not ready to battle the government. Look at everybody taking the stimulus checks. If you took the stimulus check, you are not ready to battle the government. You are not what you say you are. Okay? Let me say it again. If you took and cashed a stimulus check, you, sir and ma'am, are not ready to go against the government. You are not what you say you are. Because what happens next tax season? They're going to tax you for that stimulus check. It's going to be it's going to be deemed income. And if you don't believe me, ask my wife. She works for the Department of Treasury. She's in the fucking chat. Same scenario they did with Bush Jr. when he gave the fucking stimulus check back in what, 08? Everybody was like, oh, free money. The government never gives you free fucking money. So once again, all you goofball black people that talk about the government, you say this and this and that, Babylon this, if your goofy ass received a stimulus check and you cash that bitch, you are not ready for the government. You are sheep. There I said it. Any person, anybody that took that check and cashed it, you are sheep. You are you are what we call public a public citizen, you are a public chattel. You are the people we talk about in the private sector. Motherfuckers that took that check happily. Okay? So we can stop all the bullshit right the fuck now. Too dependent on the government, saving sanctified. They're like children. This is the government views you as children. This is why they call you the minority. It's not about population. It's it's a status of, of, of growth. You are a child to the government. What if we got direct deposit? You can always reject direct deposit, but I, I'm just saying, and I'm not here to get anybody triggered, but at the end of the day, if you took the check, you are sheeple. You are not ready to go against the fucking government. You are on the government's teeth, okay? You, you, you know, you are a calf to the government. You take, take, you are a useless eater. You are the, the very ones they want to depopulate. Motherfuckers like y'all. There I said it. I'm sorry. Now nah, you you good, William, William. I'm just saying. This is how they justify their way of thinking when it comes to the majority of the population. I need another 1,200. I'm a, I'm a little big. I'm just saying. So um, take it how you want. Truth is truth. At the end of the day, took that check. You stupid. She said she took that check like now here's the thing. I, now I I would hope if you took the check, you bought you you bought yourself a pistol, a rifle, 
something that's non-depreciative. Okay. Now, I, I, here's the thing: you can look at it like two ways. You can look at it as okay, the government's giving me a chance to to properly invest this stimulus check. Now, let's go with that scenario. If you took your check, can you deny the check? You fucking can. Yes, you can deny the check, but the people are not going to. Now, my man's, my man's, he took his check and bought him a fucking AR-15. That's a smart move. That's a smart move, okay? The stocks are as low as they've ever been. If you ever wanted to buy some Disney stock, now, now's the time. <laughs> if you wanted to buy into some gold, now's the time. If you're looking at property, now is the fucking time. Oh, so the, the, the guy, the, Grant, the Scientologist guy, Grant Cardone. Oh, my God, he's a piece of shit. I don't know who's worse, Jay Morrison or Grant Cardone. So Grant Cardone is a known high-ranking member of, uh, he's a high-ranking Scientologist. He's all on Vlad shit, all on Vlad shit. Now, this is how slimy Grant Cardone is. This motherfucker <laughs> fired his staff without warning. He fired his staff. He still owes them money for services rendered. He's not paying them because he said the courts are closed and no one can take him to court to sue him for back pay. You understand? That's Grant Cardone. This is the guy, the multimillionaire guy with the jet and all this shit down in Florida, right? Who preaches the stocks and all this and that. And that's Vlad's guy. But this guy, he's a slimy piece of shit. So I, oh, invest in stocks. Um, Robin Hood or Stash. You don't have to go to a broker per se. Some of the bigger name stocks, you may have to go to a broker. Uh, but like for all your regular shit, Robinhood or, or Stash, you know, and they, it's it's cheap now to get in. The body, these, all those companies you couldn't afford to get into, now's the time. So if you're going to take the stimulus check, please do something useful with the shit. Invest in yourself. Invest in, you know, your family. Invest in your safety and well-being. Okay, I would rather, you know, you, I'd rather you do it that way than and then spend your money on on frivolous bullshit like black, most black people do. So we all stash is the best. I like Robin Hood too. If stash doesn't have it, then Robin Hood has it, and vice versa. Whatever Robin Hood doesn't have, stash has as well. And you don't have to buy the whole full asking price. You can buy percentages of the stock. So if you're gonna only afford to buy twenty bucks into the stock. And the stock itself, like $100, you can buy $20, $20 worth of the stock. You understand? So, um, yeah. Take the money and invest the money. My God, please, I don't need to see you stunting with Jordans. I don't need, if you ain't buying pistols and, and, and metal, precious metals and property, what are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Buy Bitcoins. Man, listen. <laughs> Y'all think Bitcoin still gonna save y'all asses? <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait another two or three years, and and say I told you. So I, I listen the Bitcoin shit. Okay, if you really think a cryptocurrency that was used by the Russian mob and the deep state to purchase children drugs, and all sorts of shit. You mean to tell me this same cryptocurrency, blockchain technology is going to be your, your economic salvation? You mean to tell me... 
because you know that the, the, the feds took over that shit now, right? Oh, oh okay. Every gov, every every country has its own blockchain crypto thing popping off, and you mean to tell me they're gonna just let you subvert that? Okay. Okay. Hey, if you think crypto is just, or Bitcoin is the way to go, God bless you. We just gonna we just we'll just never agree on on that. By all means, and once they finally move everything over into one or two types of digital currency, your Bitcoin is gonna go right into that shit, and they're gonna tax you. So where's your economic salvation through the Bitcoin coming from? And I've heard all all the arguments for and against Bitcoin, and it all plays into that. It, it just plays into their hands. Like I said, <laughs> you're not gonna subvert whatever government. That, that runs the financial currencies. You're not going to beat them. This is what they do. And remember, remember uh, what, two years ago, everybody's like, oh my God, Walmart's taking Bitcoin. Are you using Bitcoin when you go shopping at Walmart right now? Yes or no? For everybody that was that was, uh, that was at my neck about the Bitcoin shit, and they, and they send me articles. Yeah, well, these stores are accepting Bitcoin. Okay, are you paying... For anything in Bitcoin right now. Yes or no? Yes or no? Somebody show me when you went to the car dealership and bought your, your, your vehicle in Bitcoin. Show me you going to the grocery store, buying your shit in Bitcoin. No one's doing it. No one's doing it. It wasn't even two years ago. Everybody was talking big shit about the Bitcoin. Now, once again, give me the footage of all, all these people using the Bitcoin for essential items and purchases. Is Amazon taking your Bitcoin for purchases? Yes or no? Very few. But I could have sworn it was, it was hundreds of businesses all openly propagating taking the Bitcoin. How will Bitcoin help if there's no internet? <laughs> right, Paul. If it ain't tangible, if it, you can't touch it, see it, smell it, feel it, you know, you can withdraw cash from the ATM with a Coinbase card. You, but you, yeah, but you're saying cash, so you want to convert the, the Bitcoin into cash to use it. Well, then why the fuck are you using the Bitcoin then? Just use fucking cash. And now you got stores not even taking cash because they're saying the coronavirus lives on cash. I spent thirty minutes. In the Chick-fil-A line. Okay? I don't know about you guys' this area. I spent 30 minutes in a Chick-fil-A line yesterday. You know what they said to me when I got out to the fucking uh, to the girl with the, with the mask and the fucking tablet? She says, I'm sorry, sir, but we're not taking cash. Oh, that's cool. I got a card. I got a card. Not a problem. Okay? You're seeing more and more stores not taking cash. They didn't say Bitcoin alternative. They're just not taking cash. Okay. Now, once again, find me the store that's saying, motherfucker, give us your Bitcoin. <laughs> give us your Bitcoin. We're taking Bitcoin here. Remember, a couple years ago, gas stations weren't taking cash. Oh, no, no, no. I'll take that back. Remember a couple years ago, it was gas stations not taking the card. And they were taking, they were only, it was only cash only at one point. It was cash only for gas stations. Okay. That was a, it was a bunch of gas stations only taking cash. 
They now they done flipped your shit. Now they don't even want your fucking cash. <laughs> so what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. They they they, they got to burn through all the cash first. They got to get all the cash out of circulation. Okay, and once they do all that, they'll burn it, uh, erase all the serial numbers, and then focus everything on digital currency. Now, here's the problem. What's the movie uh, with Justin Timberlake? Out of time. Remember the movie Out of Time, Justin Timberlake? Uh, someone gave him a shitload of, of, of digital credits in his arm, right? He had a, a shitload. He had a... Okay, so in, 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 in Out of Time, basically, you could afford to live as long as you had so much credits in your digital digital bank. And once the money ran out, you pretty much died, okay? So Justin Timberlake's character ended up with like a, a whole bunch of shit a whole bunch of shit on it in his wrist, like tens of millions of dollars of crypto digital currency. And they're trying to kill him. And he's trying to find a way to give it to people. Yada, yada, yada. I got to go back and watch it again. But that's basically what happened. Everyone on, on their wrist, they gave you a balance of what, how much you had in your, in your, in your digital currency, uh, digital bank. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I mean, we're pretty much already in the cashless society anyway, you know, like all those old people, your parents and grandparents that, you know, swore by putting money underneath the mattress. Those days are gone. Those days are gone. Shoebox money, you know, walk into a car dealership now and drop 100 grand in cash and see what happens to you. Those days are gone. Okay. And then, yes, the government will eventually tell you to you have to convert your money over into a digital currency. You have no choice. Your employers will have to follow suit. So once the government lays out the laws and and, and the, the, the restrictions on whatever, they will have to convert your pay into a digital, a digital bank, a digital currency. And it'll be up to you to properly follow suit and make sure your bank account is set up to receive a digital currency type shit. And ain't gonna be no fucking cash. Yes, Hunger Games. I mean, pretty much everything's on your on your fucking credit card, debit card, any fucking way. Okay. So I mean, you know, when you go to the restaurant, you are you going to leave a digital uh, a digital tip? You don't even live you don't even leave leave tips in cash anymore, for the most part. Okay. So slowly but surely, they're rounding everybody up in, into the society that they want. And for all those people that talk all this shit about what they what they not going to do, the government not going to tell them to do this and this and that. All right, we'll see. Yes, you got Google Pay, Apple Pay. Uh, what the fuck else? You got the fucking QR scan code on your phones now. Samsung Pay, you know. So it's already it's already in motion. Ain't shit you can do about it. The only time you use cash is when you wash and clothes. Well, hell, if you go to the car wash, they take debit cards now. Even your car wash takes a debit card or a credit card. Swipe. Everything's going to be about a fucking swipe. Now, moving forward, buy gold, buy Bitcoin, buy gold, back crypto. Uh, now, okay, Star, Star Mars, why the fuck would I waste my time with crypto and, and I got gold? Why would I waste my time buying crypto if I got gold? Nothing trumps gold, silver, precious metals 
some of your diamond, your some of your industry grade diamonds. There's nothing digitally that will trump uh, the precious metals. This is why they use the precious metals and they make you use the fucking digital shit. Okay. You think these companies? You think these countries still not use gold and silver? Because crypto is the future. Get both. Okay. I've been hearing that for the last five years. And once again, brother, show me. I want to see you go into this fucking store and just and use crypto for a fucking week to buy everything you need from the stores. Okay? I want you to make your your cell phone payments. I want you to make your I want to see you use your mortgage payments with, with the crypto. I want to see you, I don't know, pay your taxes using crypto. I, that's what I want you to do. I want you to pay your taxes to the U.S. government using cryptocurrency. And tell me how that works out for you. <laughs> right? I want to see you for an entire week. I want to see you for an entire week use nothing but crypto cryptocurrency. Bitcoin. Just use Bitcoin to buy everything that you need for the entire week. Show me the footage and I'll, and I'll happily upload the shit. Happily. Find me somebody that's living life based off blockchain purchases. Period. He said, Bitcoin is on your fucking cash app. All right. So this nigga wants to be disingenuous. <laughs> Get that nigga the fuck up out of here. I want you, I want to see you pay your bills with cash app, bro. Once again, Star Mars, pay your fucking bills with cash app. And let me know how, how the fuck that, that, how far they get you. Matter of fact, go to your gas station, put gas in your fucking tank uh, with the Bitcoin. And don't worry, I'll be I'll be here waiting. Okay. I, matter of fact, go take a bitch out for dinner and pay for dinner with Bitcoin. Go to fucking TGI Fridays, right? Matter of fact, do Grubhub, do DoorDash with Bitcoin. Pay your Netflix bill with Bitcoin. Okay. So when you go register your, your kids for school next year, pay for that shit in Bitcoin. Matter of fact, the crackhead that comes to clean up your lawns, to clean your gutters out, pay the crackhead in Bitcoin and see how far they get you. Go to your fucking barbershop. Go to your barbershop, pay your barber in Bitcoin. I'll be here waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> pay your barber in Bitcoin and let me know how that works out. Crackhead only take rocks. Oh my God. Fucking ass. <laughs> Wait, can you pay for OnlyFans with Bitcoin? This <laughs> God damn. Right, 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 Paul. Yeah. Go, go, go to the hospital with a fever and pay for your COVID diagnosis with Bitcoin. There you go. Pay for that ventilator they put your ass on with Bitcoin. <laughs> oh my fucking God. Terry Tooth. Holy shit, it's been a good minute. How you been, bro? I hope life is well. Life is treating you good. Yeah. Um <laughs> they can't just take your crypto doesn't work like that I, i'm just saying like for those that all these crypto proponents you know I, uh, okay uh, okay 
Wow, the COVID test cost nine hundred dollars. Sheesh. Ah, uh, nah. You know, I don't need to see the Bulls documentary. I mean, I pretty much lived that shit when they were winning every fucking thing. We heard, we heard all the stories coming out of uh out of the locker room. So nothing in the documentary that's gonna reveal anything I I didn't know with the Bulls back then when they were winning shit. So you know, it's all good. He done crypto isn't gonna do it. Nah, I, it's it's all good, Davidson. I, I'm just you know. If you're going to talk it, I need you to walk the shit. Like I said, you don't see... I haven't seen any videos of anybody living their, their life, paying their bills, totally crypto-free. I mean, just just using crypto and Bitcoins, period. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. So, uh, the game. No, I have not. Um, his album went, it went brick anyway, so she's not going to get much of anything out to do. But then Wax said... He owns everything, so I'm not sure who to believe at this point, you know? Ah, uh, yeah, Renzo, I, like I said, ain't nothing, nothing's going to be revealed tonight that we, that we already didn't know 20 years ago prior with, uh, with Jordan and the Bulls and shit, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, but, um, yeah, that, that was pretty much it, like, um... It, it, it's just funny how people talk that talk about the government. And every time the government shows up, you know, I mean, the last real fight you had against the government with regular people was what? Uh, give me the last real, the, the last real clash of, you know, citizens versus the government. Or like free nationals versus the government. When was the last major excursion that uh, clash that we had versus the government? Uh, wait, 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 wait. I want to say uh, I'll take that back. Kent State, back in the '60s, the college kids when it went went against the National Guard, right? Kent State, uh, Ohio, by uh, uh, wait a minute, don't tell me, Ohio, uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yes, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Bunch of white college kids went up against the government. Got their asses whooped, but they went against the government. Okay? <laughs> now, I know someone's going to say the Black Panthers. Now, the Black Panthers didn't go against the government per se. <laughs> that was the cops that dealt with their asses. Do I consider myself David Icke? Nah, I do not. I do not. I do not. No. So, I, I, yeah, I think, yeah, Kent State was the last time on American soil you had actual Americans actually going against the government. I would not consider the Black Panthers in that same vein. Sorry. I just wouldn't. Too much infighting, too much infiltration, and basically that was pretty much them versus the cops. Uh, there was nobody, no government body they went after per se. Okay? Um... Crosby, Stills, and Nash are okay music. Man, what? Listen, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, some of the greatest folk songs ever, ever. Start bothering if you can. Ah, uh, yeah, it's always, uh, bothering is never going to go away, you know. Um, but yeah, so basically a bunch of white kids, a bunch of white college students, went up, that's your last example of, you know, people going against the government. Unless you consider Clive and Bundy and his militia, that technically that would that would fall under 
that uh, definition as well, too. Okay, so Cliven Bundy. Name Bob Seger, though. Bob Seger goes hard. Bob Seger goes hard. Um, so, yeah, a lot of people are going to uh, gonna take whatever chip vaccination shit they're going to do. Yeah, Cl yeah, Cliven Bundy. I had an argument with Papa Duck followers about Trump signing FEMA into power. Say, okay, so here's the thing. Trump still is, Trump can rescind the, any executive order he signs, okay? He's still, you know, the head white guy in charge. Because now, now, you know, you know, when FEMA is activated, FEMA gets right to the shit. Like, there's not, you, when they, when they bring in FEMA, you know FEMA has control. They bring in everything. So, with FEMA, they haven't done anything as of yet. They haven't. They've been chilling. Any other time when there's a, a national crisis, uh, um, weather crisis, anything, when FEMA is on the scene, you know FEMA is, is activated. You know their are boots on the ground. You see the shit being set up. There's no footage of any FEMA thing, anything related with this COVID shit. All I see are a bunch of empty fucking hospitals, uh, a bunch of reported cases, you got niggas on YouTube claiming they they beat they they beat COVID nineteen. I want to say something so bad, but I don't want to be come off as a, as a fucking bully. But nigga, okay, okay. If you if you believe they told you you had the COVID nineteen and you felt that you beat the shit, okay. Because once again, first question I ask: What are the underlying issues? So if we already know. They're padding the numbers for the COVID-19 diagnosis. And they hear you come on YouTube talking about, yeah, I had the shit too. I survived it. Nigga, okay. I don't want to come off as an asshole and say you're full of shit. And yes, I believe you were sick. But you claiming what, the, what, 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 you, what you're saying, what it was and what it is. Nigga, I need, more, I need more proof of that. Sorry. Sorry. No disrespect to the nigga. But nigga, you ain't have what you thought you had. So now here we go uh, with with the extended extended stay at homes. Now what did I say? I said we're gonna wait till April thirtieth to see if they push this thing out a little bit further, right? It wasn't even last week. Cuomo said May fifteenth. Uh, Texas is opening their shit towards the end of the month, slowly but surely. So now, here's my thing. So you mean to tell me New York's going to be the only state that extends their shelter in place to the 15th of May? Okay, we'll see. We'll see. I'm still saying New York and California. Okay, so we got two of the major influencer states on opposite coast saying May 15th. Okay. We gonna see. <laughs> we gonna see, and I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be some. It's gonna be some wild shit if they extend it past May 15th. <laughs> hey, I will say this. Shout out to Californians, uh, uh, you know, because they like fuck this shit. <laughs> we going outside, <laughs> and, and then the, the bullshit down in Florida. They open the beaches now. All of a sudden, a bunch of reports saying there's more. 
infections. It's such bullshit. This is such bullshit. I can't. I can't. I just can't. So, uh, Pelosi refusing to come back to even discuss. <laughs> yeah, we. You know, people forget about Nancy Pelosi. Y'all remember, her family is in the mob. Yeah, you guys ever heard of the Pelosi crime family? That's who she. That's where she comes from. Look up the Pelosi crime family. They're the fucking mob. That's where she comes from. I'm not saying anything you guys didn't already know or it's already not out there, okay? That's old That's old California news. Like, niggas in California been knew that shit, you know, decades prior. So, yeah, her family is, is the mob. A part, a part of a mob, you know? So, um, you know, Santa Cruz Beach was reopened in California. See? California, as much shit as we talk about Californians, they're not going to do as they told, okay? That state is too fucking sparse. There's too many open spots. You cannot effectively corral everybody and make them do what the fuck, you know. Yeah, her daddy was a mobster. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. Today was a beach day in Florida. We had a pop, and I bet y'all did. Shit. I bet y'all did. <laughs> Hey, I'm jealous, shit. Uh, she lives in an oceanfront house in San Francisco. I, I ain't mad. I mean, you know, but that ain't that ain't hard to figure out with Pelosi and 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 her cronies and over there. Um, I had one more point before I was gonna get up out of here. Nobody listen. Nah, no one's gonna listen. Listen, the, can you imagine people being told to stay inside when you're a natural, you're naturally inclined to go outside? And, you know, get into the nature and the weather and the sunlight and the flowers and shit. You just have a natural inclination to go the fuck outside. Now, I find it funny. I find it funny that people that normally are always so quick to go in a house and stay inside. Now, now all of a sudden want to be outside. You know those people that, that wouldn't come outside for shit? You have to drag them outside. Now, these are the same people that they're saying, well, I want to go outside. I, I wonder why that is. I wonder why that is. Yes, once the summer, once the spring hits, and then, the, you know, it starts hitting the 70s and 80 degrees, man, please. And you know, melanated people, we need our vitamin D. <laughs> we need our vitamin D, okay? Motherfuckers gonna be going outside. Matter of fact, <laughs> all I see outside, like, is white folk running. Like, I don't see no black folk outside in my area. And I'm not saying that they're not out here. I'm just saying, because I go out and run. So, um, I hate running, but I, I go out and run. But I see nothing but white folk out here running. And I'm, and I, and I run my little routes and I see nothing but black folk, overweight, obese, sitting in front of a fucking barbecue pit, sitting down, drinking beers, looking at me like I'm crazy. No nigga, you crazy. You know what I'm saying? The kids is like, huh? You know what I'm saying? You, you come on, black people. Listen, you know goddamn well if you go running in your neighborhood, they're gonna look at you like you're the problem. Like the major street I run up, run up and down the major street. Like black folk will look at me like I'm crazy, cause I'm running. Like, no nigga, y'all crazy for not running or doing something. You know. So this is a this is the time to start getting your shit back on point. Or starting to do something. But yeah, I'm, I run through my neighborhood and I, nothing but niggas and niggerettes 
drinking their beers, sitting in front of their homes, whatever. And I see number white folk out here running. I see the white women out here running. I see the old white men out here running. I see the fucking cross country teams. Um, cause they still, they still practice like, uh, the Catholic schools out here and the white schools, their cross country team, the, the white kids, they still, they still practice. These motherfuckers still I'll be out here running. So I don't know what to tell y'all, you know, do something, goddamn, ride a bike. And motherfuckers talk about they're ready for war and they're ready for the fall of Babylon. Y'all, y'all gonna be the first ones to go. Uh, mini me's good. Working my nerves, but that's what children do, you know? So, we also like the Baltimore niggas. <laughs> I mean, just do something shit. Like, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't empathize. I, I, I don't, I will go crazy if I stay in the house. I got to go out and do something. You know, plus I have this thing in, in my head of, of getting fat. Like, my, my, okay, so one of my main nightmares that I have, like, my version of hell, I said this before, my version of hell is that I go to hell and I'm fat. And no matter how much I work out, I stay fat. That's my that's my version of hell. So so this is so that's that's how I continuously to psych myself into into exercising. Or you know, I always shame myself like, oh my god, you're getting fat. I'm so fat. Let me get my fat ass up. This is how I motivate myself to stay active and work out because I feel that if I ever go to hell the devil will be like oh you're gonna be a little fat dude and and, and no matter how much I stay in the gym 24-7 I never lose the weight I'm always fat like like Sherman from the the uh the clumps right you remember he was doing he's doing that he's working out really really intense and he's like I'm a pony I'm a pony and he was still big as shit but he worked out hella hard but it's shit, he couldn't lose the weight. <laughs> that nigga was like, I'm a pony. I'm a pony. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Yo. Yo. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, that's how I purposely psych myself. Because... Yo, yeah, like for me getting fat, I kill myself. Like nigga, I would, I would, I would eat a bullet. I would eat a bullet, no hesitation, nigga. If I woke up and I was on six hundred, my six hundred, six hundred pound life, nigga, pass me the fucking forty cal, and I would put two in my fucking head. I refuse. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Can't do it. I would eat two bullets uh, if I woke up my six hundred pound life. Couldn't do it, man. Couldn't do it. Fuck it. You, you, listen, if I can't see my dick, it's time. It's time. For, I gotta go. <laughs> it's time for me to go. Yes, pass me the forty cal. Let me go ahead and put two in my head real quick, and and you know, <laughs> be done with the shit. <laughs> I ain't playing. Shit, can you imagine? I don't know what that's like. I don't know. So, mm hmm, mm hmm. <laughs> but you know that's that's how important it is for me to be you know fit to a certain extent. I don't expect everybody to, to have that to share that sentiment like me, but you know, like because I growing up, you know, my parents are like my dad ran track in college, 
mom was already little. She was petite. And she, she would tell us, like, yo, I'm not raising no fat kids. And, you know, we stayed in sports. And, like, I would have friends come over. And, you know, moms be like, yo, I don't want them on my couch. Flatten my couches. That's how my mom, listen, my mom's, my mom's, is, mom's is fucking judgmental. She, like, if I had a little fat friends, she did not like them. She did not like my little fat friends. She'd be like, oh, they, they flattening my couches. That's true story. Dead ass. Dead ass. Dead ass. So, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, um, wait, I'm five, five, 110, even I'm afraid of getting fat. Man, I'm telling you, man, that getting fat shit is, that's a, you know, it don't take much. That's the thing. It doesn't take much, you know, a month or two, and all of a sudden you're looking like Thor from a, a Endgame and shit, you know what I mean? So, the, the, the fucked up part is, it doesn't take much for you to lose it, but you have to work hard as fuck to keep it. That's the fucked up part. And that's why I understand why people quit, give up, or don't even begin. Because the moment you realize, once you stop, you'll lose it just like that. You know, that's why a lot of gym rats are just wild like that. Like, I try to explain to people, like, going to the gym, for me, is like breathing. It's like blinking. Like, nigga, what's, you know, I, I like, you know, no gym, I'm dying right now. You know, so, but yeah, um, yeah. That's that's pretty much my little thing. You gotta find, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, yeah. I just for me, like you know, the clanking of the weights, you know, the environment, you know, the smell. Just you know, you see people in in pretty good shape and inspires you, you know. And then you look in the mirror, you see yourself getting pumped up and shit. You literally can see, like in a good workout, you can, you can literally see your body transform literally in the mirror. This is, okay, so, okay. I'm going to be petty. I'm going to be petty. So, you know how we be in a gym, right? And don't diss to nobody, but you're going you're gonna to take it as a diss anyway. So, you know how the brothers be in a gym? Wait. So, it'd be the brothers, right? And then it'd be the Mexicans. Okay. So, the brothers, we be in the gym, right? <laughs> and we be, when we be buffing out, right? We can literally see. We can literally see in real time. Your body just literally pumping up. But the, but the Mexicans, man, it don't be working for them like that. I'm sorry, yo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't no diss to Mexicans, but y'all can't, y'all can't buff out for shit. I'm, I, listen, I've seen it. I've seen it in prison. I've seen it in the gym. I ain't never seen a buff Mexican. S sorry. I'm not sorry. I ain't never seen a buff ass Mexican dude. It was wait wait wait. I take that back. It was one dude. He was he was a Serrano. He was my height, but he was cut up, stupid cut. But he was that his shit was strictly genetic, strictly genetic. But ninety nine point nine percent of these motherfuckers, I ain't never seen a real buff Mexican like that. Like I mean, a real live, jacked up buff ass Mexican. I ain't never seen it, man. I'm sorry. And, you know, we be in the gym and shit. And, uh, you know, because we all, we wear our sweatshirts and shit. We, we cover up. Now, I don't know where that shit comes from. But for some odd reason, brothers, we cover up at the gym. Don't know why. It's just a thing we do. I can't explain it to you shit. Hoodies and shit. It'll be 10 pounds. They go nick. 
wait, Nick, we're going we're gonna to get, we're going to get a rocket tonight. Um, so we be in the gym and we all had hoodies and shit all covered the fuck up, right? The Mexican dudes, they be in little white beaters and shit, in little cut off shorts and in little high tube socks. And these motherfuckers be, they be lifting their hearts away. They just be like, ah, ah, and we just be like, What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you say? I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, God bless them. They be trying and shit, but it, it ain't like. <laughs> this is what my channel demonetized because I hate speech, because I be saying hateful, abusive, abusive content. But I'm sorry. I ain't never seen a buff Mexican one time in my life. But he was, like I said, he was a genetic freak. He didn't even look right. His waist was so fucking, I mean, he had a crazy V taper, but his waist was so fucking tiny. And he was a little dude. But outside of that one-tenth of a percent, I've never, ever, ever seen a buff-ass Mexican dude. Okay, the only one I've seen, WWE, was, uh, no, nah, because he was on steroids, so he don't fucking count. Nope. I've never seen, now I've seen big burly Mexicans, you know, burly motherfuckers like that, but I ain't never seen a, a cut up, jacked up, leaned out Mexican dude. Eddie Guerrero, steroids. Steroids. Take away, take away the, the steroids from Eddie Guerrero, what would his body look like? Rey Mysterio, steroid. Come, look, wait, 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 stop, hold up, hold up. Let's do, hold up. Let's, let's be honest. Ray Mysterio is five foot four, pushing two hundred pounds. He looks terrible. His frame is not meant to carry that much weight. I'm five five one seventy. I'm ready to knock this weight off. Do you understand? Okay. And Ray Mysterio is not fucking buff. Stop. He's put he. At one point, he was listed at 180, 185, and he's five foot fucking four. Stop with the bullshit, okay? That ain't fucking natural. He's five foot 190? That's even worse. That's even worse. Okay, someone said Tito Santana. Tito Santana was not buff. Cut that bullshit out. Now, I, I, no, we, we talk, let's, let's, let's not talk about the wrestling shit. Tito Santana was not buff. He was not cut up. He was not in shape like that. He was, stop the bullshit. Eddie Guerrero. Take away the steroids. What would his body look like? What would Eddie Guerrero's body look like minus the steroids? I'll leave it at that. He had huge fucking traps. Huge traps. Once again, I'm waiting on somebody to present me a buffed out Mexican. No shade, no diss. Conan. Conan was jacked. Was Conan Mexican? He he was? Okay, Conan had good size to him. Conan was jacked. He had arms, he had shoulders, he had chest. He was fucking jacked. Okay. Okay, that's one. That's one. One buffed out Mexican in what, 34 years? <laughs> I mean, fuck it, we'll take it. 
We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. I got a Mexican part that ain't buff. Used to box as a team. We lived. Matter of fact, you know what? I take that back. Canelo. Canelo is 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 fucking. He's jacked for a Mexican fighter. Now, how much of that is natural? Is the question. Okay. If you're Mexican, that was a diss. That's not a diss. So we we said Conan and we said Canelo. All right. Canelo's probably the buffest Mexican we've seen to date. And you know the sport of boxing is is you know who's not on the juice is is the question. Okay. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, so we got two examples of buffed out Mexicans. Juan Markel Mark. I don't even consider him buff. I'm not okay. I guess when I say buff, I'm thinking, okay, well, I, okay. Uh, how can I say this? Okay, so when we say cut or lean, that means muscle definition. When we say buff, we mean he's got size to him. Okay, so if you're big and buff and cut up, like okay, my version of of, of jacked would be like Cali Muscle. He's big and he's got cuts, okay? So if Cali Muscle is our definition of what it means to be buff, find me a Mexican that's anywhere close to Cali Muscle. Steroids or not. Steroids or not. I'll even I'll give you the steroid part of it, okay? I, I'm just saying, find me a Mexican dude, find me the Mexican version of Cali Muscle. Wait, wait, Afro influence at some point has to be taken into account. Animated music. Okay, could you reframe that? Because I'm I'm lost in your comment. Your comment kind of threw me off. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo has never been buffed to me. He's physically. He was physically. I mean, he, well, he used to box, right? At one point, Tony Gonzalez. Okay, you know what? Tony Gonzalez. That's a good one, Nick. That's a great one. Okay, Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. Because he's big as shit. So, okay, okay. Tony Gonzalez is, is our standard. It's the Mexican standard of buffness. That's a good one, Nick. I like that. Yeah, Tony Gonzalez was fucking jacked. He was fucking jacked. Okay, okay, so now, my question is, my question, it's a legitimate question, Junior Seau, wait a minute, ain't he, Junior Seau's not Mexican, was he Mexican? Really? What was Junior Seau, somebody? I don't think he was Mexican, he was something else. Someone correct me on that one. Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera was big. He was not cut up. Ron Rivera was just a big fucking big amount of man. He was a big man. He was a big fucking dude. I went, but he wasn't cut fuck up. He was just big. He's Samoan. Okay, say I don't count because he's Samoan. Okay, so Tony Gonzalez is our Mexican standard of buffness. He was Hawaiian. There you go. Okay, so now my question is a legitimate question. If we're talking about physicality, why do we not see more? 
Mexican men built like Tony Gonzalez? Is that a fair question? We're talking physical fitness and health, right? Why do we not see Aaron Hernandez was not Mexican? Was he Mexican? Was he Mexican? Was Aaron Hernandez Mexican? I'll give him credit if he was. Ronnie, where's my man Ronnie? Ronnie, Ronnie. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So what was Aaron Hernandez? Was he was he Mexican? He's Puerto Rican. Don't count. Okay. Once again, Tony Gonzalez is our Mexican standard of buffness. Now, the legitimate question is, why do you not see more Mexican men built like Tony Gonzalez? I see more Mexican men that's closer to my stature. Height-wise, soft, not built, no short, not no broad shoulders. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking Mexican men from Mexico. You understand? I'm not talking about American men, American Mexicans. I'm talking about Mexican men from from Mexico. We call them paisas. They was always short and little dudes. Now is that their is that their their is that their genome? Is that their phenotype? Right? Short? Yeah, genetic. It has to be a genetic thing. Because they're they're I, there's not too many tall. Mexicans. Like all the guys at my job are pretty much my height. Maybe five seven. I'm being generous. Chris Ariola. They stocky height but got a lot of weight to them. I, I I don't know. I, I, I'm like I said. I, I'm just going for off what I've seen. I've been around them for a long time, and I, like I said, outside of like a, some big burly motherfucker, I ain't never seen them like really, you know, buff like that. But we got we got Tony Gonzalez. It's a pretty good standard. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty high bar to be set. <laughs> Nayoka, what's happening, bro? <laughs> you don't see too many in the NBA. No, it's all that. Pozole and tamales. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Uh once in the army when I was it was either very cool or always mad. <laughs> what they mad for, bro? Yo, I'm gonna get out of here. Um they probably work too much during the day. No, if you if you're physically active, that would help enhance whatever genetic predispositions physically that you have. Listen, if you have broad shoulders. You have broad shoulders. There's nothing you can do to, to undo that. You can either just, it either is or you, or you enhance it. Okay. So if you got big, like women, like, 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 dare I say, um, Vietnamese women, Laotian women, Hmong women, they all got fucking big ass calf muscles, right? Let's come on. If we want to talk about physicality and, and, and phenotypes and genomes and shit, you see a lot of. Filipino women, big fucking calf muscles, big ass legs. They don't work out for shit. Okay? I'm going back to cutting these railroad ties. <laughs> I got you, Nick. Okay? So, explain that to me. Especially if you're in the West Coast, you know what I'm talking about. You see a lot of 
that those types of, of you know Asianers, whatever they got big, yeah, they got big ass calf muscles. Don't play and you know and quit playing. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying is true. Cain Velasquez is big. He's never been cut up. He's got size though. Don't get me wrong. But is Cain Velasquez buff? Okay, you can be big. You can be a big guy. Necessarily mean you're buff. Like, like, like fucking um, Bob Sampson. Oh my fucking God. Perfect example. Bob Sampson, right? Used to fight K1. This nigga's what? 6'7", 300 pounds, and he's big and he's cut the fuck up. You understand what I'm saying? That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to explain there. That's that's how I'm seeing it. That's the delineation that I'm giving you. Okay? Bob Samps, Bob Sapp, I'm sorry. Yeah, Bob Sapp. Bob Sapp, 6'7", 300, and just muscles everywhere. Okay? That's what I mean like a big buff dude. That to me is a big ass buff dude. He's fucking jacked. You know what I'm saying? He's big and you can see and he's got cuts. Okay? Bob fucking sat. Okay? All right? So this shit went so far left. This shit went way left. That shit went way left. Couldn't fight a lick. I, I wouldn't fight his big ass. I, I mean that fight. I remember one fight against him and Ernesto host. Had our had Ernesto just stuck to the leg kicks, you know, and started instead of trying to strike with him, you'd have won that fight. But I mean, Bob Sapp fought fought some of the best fighters in the world. Bob Sapp is no fucking punk. Wait, 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 Niosa, hold up, bro. Bob Sapp, for those that don't even remember K one, K one was like the penultimate of what mixed martial arts was is. To me, K one nothing tops K one. Okay. K1, you had guys like Host. Um, you had the, the one guy, Andy, Andy Van something, something. He was a kickbox. I mean, he, he, these are some dangerous, dangerous, dangerous men. These dudes in K1 would wash any nigga in the UFC. I don't listen. John Jones wouldn't last. He would get no. no. I'm I'm talking K1 when it was K1. Okay? I'm talking. Uh, 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 oh, fucking God. So many, so many greats. So many. Bob Sapp fought the best of the best of the best. Okay? UFC has nothing on K1. Nothing. Those guys, listen, guys like John Jones and St. Pierre would get washed in fucking K1. I'm sorry, man. Andy Hook. Yeah, Miko came from there. Krokop came from over there. Remy Bochansky? Holy shit, yeah. Thank you, Chris. Man, listen. That's this how no motherfuckers don't be on a fight game like that. Listen, Nyoka, John Jones against a guy like Andy Hug, he would get washed. Okay? Ernesto Ernesto Host would wash the motherfucker. Would wash. Bruh. Bruh. Stop. Stop. Yeah, Bob Sapp went against the best of the best. And yes, he lost a lot of his fights, but he lost to the best of the fucking best. <laughs> There's no shame in that. He had no wind. 
but he was so massive, he's so big. I mean, his muscles, my God, they need so much oxygen to feed the muscles for him to, to fight properly. I mean, man, I mean, come on, the dude, you know, he did what he could do. You know, I mean, shit. Hey, when what's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy, Andy, Andy Hook, man. He will chop you the fuck down. He will chop you down. So, uh, I, I'm done with, with John Jones, man. I'm done with John Jones. I, I'm, I'm over it. The fake Christian bullshit. Nigga, we don't believe you. I don't believe you. You know, um, it's just a matter of time for this nigga before he self implodes and really does some something really dumb that he can't come back for. Dana, Dana White is doing his best to protect this nigga, but he can't protect him for himself. Period. Period. Yeah, Mi Mirko Krokop, this dude would carry refrigerators upstairs, up the stairs as part of his training. You know, like UFC guys, I respect UFC guys, but K1, my God, when it was K1, mind you, these guys would fight four times a night. That's what people keep forgetting. Like during the, when they had the grand tournaments and shit, these guys would fight four to five times in one night. You know? And these are the best of the best of the best. So I'm, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm going to go up in here and uh, yeah, Jerome LeBanner. Man, shit. This motherfucker said Tito Ortiz. If you don't get your ass out of here with that bullshit. Yeah, Peter Wertz. K1 was no fucking joke. Yeah, you see the Gracies didn't come. Well, I'll take that back. I think it was Hoyt, not not Hoist, but um Hirion, Gracie. One of the Gracies fought K1. He got beat the fuck up. But one of them, I think it was the older brother. Helio. Might have been Helio or Herion. One of those two Gracies fought in K1. They got destroyed. But you know, they still went over there and fought. And um it was one Asian guy. Form, man, form, you missed it, bro. <laughs> it was one um, Asian guy that, that was called the, the Gracie Killer. I forget his name. But he fought, I think, three of the Gracies. He beat them all. He broke one of their one of the Gracies' arms. Somebody like you you would have to go on the, on the laptop and, and find it. He's called he was called the Gracie Killer. Because every Gracie he fought. He beat them and he broke one of their one of the one of the Gracie's arms in the in the fucking arm bar and it was nasty. But he was an Asian dude and he you know they called him the Gracie Killer. Called him the Gracie Killer. Ken Shamrock, uh, you know, was lethal. Dan Severn, them old UFC, early UFC guys, lethal. You know. The, like them old UFC heads, man. You know. Kimbo, yeah, listen, listen. As much as I love Kimbo, Kimbo had no business in the UFC. He had the his legs. He didn't have the legs for it. I mean, God, he had skinny ass legs. You see his calf muscles? You know, I mean, okay, for as good as a street fighter Kimbo was, okay, let this be a lesson to everybody. We've seen all of Kimbo's street fights, okay? Probably the best street fighter that we can, that, that we can, <laughs> they go with the iron, <laughs> but Kimbo had terrible legs, but as great as a street fighter he was, or a back alley brawler, whatever the fuck you want to call him, up against a real live, well-balanced mixed martial artist, 
you saw what happened. You saw what Roy Country Jones did at his ass, or Roy Nelson. You saw what Roy Nelson did to him in, in the uh, the TV show. Put him in a fucking uh, crucifix, and it, you know what I'm saying? He had moderate success, but no, he was not. He had no business being in, in the UFC. He would have been better off just being a boxer. Okay? Kimbo probably would have had better success as a legit boxer. Because he, he could box. He could box. I, I don't know why he went to the UFC. I, I get it. But he would have been better off just going in, into boxing. His age was a problem. You know what I'm saying? Come on, Mike. He was, well, well, he's in his late 30s. Just entering this shit. No. His body wasn't used to that type of punishment. And then you you know, and then it takes years to be good at this. You're not gonna teach this guy something in, in one or two years and then expect him to be to go against guys that have been doing it since they were, you know, teenagers. It's just not gonna happen. Same thing with, with James Tony versus Randy Couture. Everyone thought, oh yeah, James Tony gonna knock him out. I watched that shit. I was at Buffalo Wild Wings. And what a what did Randy Randy Couture do to fucking James Tony? How'd that fight end up? You know? <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, boxers, if it's in that element, that's one thing. But outside of that fucking element, stop it, man. Stop it. As soon as a motherfucking fight goes to the ground, as soon as they go 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 to attacking your legs or some shit like that, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? But um, K1, the best. Bob Sapp fought the best of the best. Um, salute to Bob Sapp because he, he went against motherfucking killers. Them dudes, are, you know, you know them dudes have bodies. One dude that I was cool with. He's uh he's in prison now doing some shit for robbery. Oh my god, what's his name? I forgot his name. He was he fought in K1. I forget his fucking name. God damn it. I forgot his fucking name. Son of a bitch. He's in prison doing he's in he's like an over he's like in some UK prison for robbery. He was he was he he scared me. You know, like he's one dude I'm like, I would never you know what I'm saying? Like, not saying, okay, I get it. You know, you shouldn't fear no man and all that. But listen, there's motherfuckers I would not engage in fisticuffs with. It's, it, you know what I'm saying? You just, you just know some dudes are like, you know what? I'll have to shoot this nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, some niggas you just have to, you would have to shoot. Like Tyson. You would have to shoot Tyson. Okay? There's no street fighting with Tyson. Okay? Well, Tr- Trevor Burbick. Or Mitch Green. My guy, Mitch Green. Remember Mitch Green's eye? Yeah, Sap guys over the born broke. Yeah. Bob Sap fought killers. But remember Mitch Green's eye when he street fight against Tyson? You know what I'm saying? And and people would be like, well, if Tyson would have went to the UFC, what would have happened? He would have got wrecked just like everybody else. Okay? As much as I respect Tyson's fighting skill, boxing skill, put Tyson in the UFC. What they're gonna oh, what they're gonna do? They're gonna leg check him. They're not gonna get in close with him, okay? They're not gonna stand up with Tyson. Not gonna, no one's gonna stand up with Tyson. You know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers, like, oh, Tyson would he would do he would kill the UFC. No, the fuck he wouldn't. He would get he would get killed in the UFC, okay? So Tyson was at what 5'10", 5'10", 220? So that means he'd be fighting heavyweights. He'd be fighting heavyweights. He'd be fighting guys like uh, Alistair Alistair Overeem. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it wasn't War Machine. This old, it's an old head. This old dude that I that I was cool with. He 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 used to run with um American Top Team, uh Pat Pat uh 
Pat dude, Pat was his homie. And I met I met him through through Pat. I forget his name. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tight. So he he'd be fighting heavyweights, man. Like no, man. No. He'd be fighting guys like Alistair Overeem, fucking Curtis. Curtis Blades Brown and sh- I mean, come on, man. These guys are walking around at 230, 240, 250. Stop. And they got reach and range. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers talk that shit until they get slapped with a thigh kick. Okay, unless you've been slapped with a thigh kick, you will not understand what I'm talking about. When someone kicks you in the goddamn thigh, like semi half speed, it changes your whole perception of, of a fight, okay? Let a nigga kick you one good time in the thigh. And you can be like, wait a minute, hold up. What type of fight is he is he trying to do? I thought we was just straight up boxing. No, nigga. It's a fight. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Pat Militich. That's he was his homie. And I met I met him through Pat Militich. Um, because we all know about the infamous uh back alley fight between um Tito and uh fuck. Who did Tito beat up in the back alley? I forget. Tito Tito beat up somebody in the alley, and the whole you know it was it was one it was an old school fight. His squad, his squad on one side, and they was it circled and and they and they squared up, and Tito beat whoever I forget who's dude, the dude's ass he beat, but he beat his ass. And the guy that I was cool with was cool with American Top Team and, and Pat Militich and them. I forget his fucking name, but he's doing like 15 years for armed robbery in a, in a overseas prison. I forget his fucking name, man. I forget his fucking name. And he's a little dude. He's like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, little dude. Oh, shit. It's going to come to me when I go in the house. But anywho, um, yeah, man, Tyson would get, would get wrecked in the UFC. Not saying, not saying he wouldn't do well and knock some people out but everyone would have the, the blueprint to beat him you know legs and grappling and jujitsu to a motherfucker to death that's it I, I mean how do you punch a motherfucker that wants that, that wants to lay down on the ground okay you know what I'm saying is it Lee Murray but that ain't the guy that I'm talking about though the guy that I know that was cool to all of them man I I, I oh, fuck It'll come to me when I, when I least expect it. It wasn't Lee Murray. It wasn't Lee Murray. I don't know. I'm not sure if that's the guy that Tito beat up in the alley, but damn, he was a little. He's like five eight five nine, but he fought K one, and you know everyone in K one is is big as shit. But uh, whatever. All right, I'm getting I'm gonna get out of here. So, um, yeah, thanks all for hanging out. MMA was was funner before jujitsu. No, I'm I'm just saying like, uh, you know, a boxer and and, and uh, you know, which was, you know, if you're fighting a a, a jujitsu artist, they wanna you know they're gonna they're gonna get on their back, and they're gonna wait for you to come to them, and you know, once you once you, what are you gonna you gonna punch a motherfucker that's laying down, like you know what I'm saying? So, it, it, no, like I respect boxing. But boxing is boxing in in its in its in its thing. But uh, outside of boxing, you know that's why these, these fight videos got everybody fucked up. These one hitter quitters and shit. It's like ninety percent of your fights are going to the ground. You know, World Star got everybody fooled 
when you see these motherfucking one one hit knockout artists, it's like, okay, a real fight is going to the ground, and two things are going to happen: you're going to get tired, <laughs> right? You're going to get tired, and um, <laughs> that that usually happens pretty much. They they get tired on, on the ground, right? And then they get back up, and they're like, they're both tired as fuck, and they're like, fuck it, I, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know what fight you guys have been. I've been in too many fights where it all goes to the fucking ground. Um, I haven't. I never knock anybody out. It always goes to the ground, and that's when you know someone gets bit and someone gets their hair pulled. And I don't know what happened after that. So I don't know what to tell you. Shit. So I'm out of y'all. Be good. Peace.